Hello and welcome to the iChiefs podcast series brought to you by the International Association of Fire Chiefs. This is a podcast series not only for our members within the IAFC, but really for any fire service leader who wants to learn about engaging topics to our industry, innovation, leadership skills, and all the other emerging subjects that are important in our arena. I'm Tom Jenkins, Fire Chief of the City of Rogers, Arkansas, and a past IAFC president. And I'm Sheldon Gilbert, former Fire Chief of the Alameda County, California Fire Department, and now ESCI Chief Development and Strategy Officer at the IAFC. We're glad you're here because this podcast is designed for you, the fire and EMS community. Before we start this week's topic, make sure to check out our library of episodes at iafc.org slash podcasts. And subscribe to our podcast series at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you think the content is great, be sure to share it with your crew and give us a good rating or a thumbs up. All right, today, Sheldon and I have a very uh, distinguished and special guest from our association, and so we're going to be visiting today about what I think is one of the hottest um, kind of sub-conferences that the IASC does, and that's the Symposium Symposium in the Sun. That's a conference that's held every November down in Florida, which is a great time to be in Florida, of course, and it's put on by the Volunteer and Combination Officers Section, which is a very large section of the IAFC that is made up of, of departments big and small, some of the largest fire departments in the United States, also, of course, some of the smallest that are volunteer or combination or a blend of both uh, career and volunteer members. So lots of good information as we talk about this upcoming conference and, in particular, the coaching program that they have involved with it. Yeah, Tom, it's it's an exciting time. I've had the opportunity the last several years to make it to this conference, um, the Symposium in the Sun, and, and it's been super productive, and, and I learned a lot. And like you said, you've got the largest, the smallest departments, and everything in between. And so we're, we're pretty excited to be able to talk today about this new and innovative program, and we're joined by Fred Windish, who is the fire chief of the Ponderosa Fire Department. That's near Houston, Texas. Um, and uh, Chief Windish has been an IAFC advocate and been working on a number of programs for a lot of years. He's been the uh, combination officer with the combination officer section since its inception in 1994, and he's hosted a number of other um, programs and, and, and things that have been associated with the IAFC and other challenges and reward programs. So we're really honored to have him here with us today. Um, and Chief Windish, thank you for joining us and uh, sharing with us a little bit about these innovative programs that you now have going at the VCOS Symposium. Um, so why don't we start by you telling us about the VCOS Symposium in the Sun this year and what, in fact, is new and what are you doing that's different, that's uh, cutting edge and exciting for the, for the uh, membership to take part in. Well, thank you for the nice introduction, and it's uh, my opportunity to be here as a long-term member of the IFC 1985, to be exact. We, um, um, we as the VCOS have worked uh, diligently in attempting to have the Symposium in the Sun as, a, as an exciting, uplifting, positive experience. And, oh, by the way, there's a lot of leadership education that goes on at our symposium. A little bit of history. Um, 1997, um, John Buckman and I and our wives went on our own dime 
and we went down to the Tampa area to um, place the idea out there of having a volunteer symposium. And we accomplished that in 1998 with about 75 attendees. Uh, about a year and a half later, uh, we went to the to the Clearwater area, and then we had about 115 attendees. And that was, you know, we're going, oh, my goodness, this is wonderful stuff. And if you go back in time, um, that's when thermal imaging came out. And, you know, it was pretty new in the fire service. And we actually did a thermal imaging hunt in the sand for various things, um, just to, as part of the building of the excitement of being there, doing different things, seeing new products, and as well as the strong education program. So that's a little bit of history. We moved back and forth between Orlando and Clearwater area. It, Orlando had too many other things to do, and it was distract from our from our goal of keeping people at our conference. That was our major, major goal, keep them inside as much as possible, as well as a flexible schedule that gave them family time to be in Florida uh, at the beginning of winter. So all of these things came into play to develop what we have today. Uh, this year's um, conference symposium is uh, the theme is moving forward together. That in itself, excuse me, sorry about that, um, moving forward together is similar to what the FRI was this year, moving forward. And we're, we're doing that, again, to keep it exciting, keep it together, and keep it as happy as possible. All of us have been bombarded in over the last year and a half with the COVID issues. We're not going to spend much time on that stuff, very, very little, and I'll go over a couple of things. But keep in mind moving forward together. We have so many opportunities to share in our networking experiences, in our friendships, uh, along the IFC membership, uh, on our knowledge net, the, the whole gamut of IAFC resources is basically unending. There's something for everybody, and that's very important to remember. So a couple of the things we're doing is um, I think the, the opening is going to be pretty earth-shattering. Uh, Chief Pat Kenny, who's had some personal challenges in his life, uh, he's taking the cape off, and his his uh, presentation is about mental wellness, taking care of ourselves first. The fire service has such a history of doing everything for everybody, but we seem to forget ourselves. And so Chief Kenny is going to take that cape off. He's going to do an exciting presentation that will bring us all together and then he'll have a, his own book signing that's going to be a part of, of the symposium. Again, exciting stuff. We're going to have Chief Daryl Jones of Pittsburgh. Uh, he's going to talk about uh, this is my why. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Why did you enter the fire service? Why do you stay? Why, why will you leave? These things, again, are, are internally focused on our attendees to make them think about themselves. We'll do a little bit of tactics with Sean Gray, control the flow path, always important for firefighter safety. 
Dr. Gassaway will be there once again. His his uh, sponsorship of two individuals pays the bills for them to attend is very, uh, I'm going to keep using that word, exciting because it really is. Uh, we're going to do some uh, selling, 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 and, and Miss Vicky is going to do that uh, in her normal Tennessee way of exciting the audience and how to sell yourself to your community. We keep on going. We have Dan Madrasowski, Fire Dynamics. We want to we want to keep that in the forefront because firefighter safety depends so much on that. We're gonna have a little breakaway too, and this is unusual. <clears throat> There's gonna be a, a three Pierce dealers there. Um, they're gonna talk just a short time on diesel engines. So the audience is sitting there says, so what? Here I'll tell you, so what? With the Engines that drive our fire wagons, DEF, all emission controls, are creating significant stresses on the motors. Some of you out there may have already experienced the carbon buildup, the higher maintenance, the sensors. What we're going to talk about is a side issue, and that's oil. The oil is being attacked by heat. And we need to convince our people to stick to a preventative maintenance program. With that said, this short session will just tell you the, the nuts and bolts of your fire wagons because it's so important to make them reliable. Missed preventative maintenance is a real problem, and hopefully that will help a bunch of people. We've got reading buildings. We've got, oh, my Lord, we even have Chief Ludwig and John Buckman, How to Win Friends and Influence. Well, hmm, maybe they better take the class. Just kidding, of course. (laughs) 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 Dr. Pat Pat Lynch will talk about change management. Uh, uh, The the list goes on. And so we're going to end up um, with on Sunday morning with, um, again, great closings. Uh, Shane Ray is going to close us out. And for those of you who've had the opportunity to listen to Shane, you'll walk out of there smarter and, and, and have laughter coming out. So with that said, we're also going to have a recruiting retaining workshop and, uh, elected officials workshop. There's things that are happening continually every day of the conference. Thursday is basically all day general session. Thursday night is networking. Um, Friday is a little little more than half a day. Uh, Friday night we'll be out on the beach with some special fun. Saturday is breakout sessions and special sessions and Sunday is closing with a general session. So that's the uh, the the story as we know it now subject to change but literally we're going to have a great time and we're going to literally shake the world once again with our fabulous symposium we're running about right now we're a little bit behind compared to two years ago because it had to get canceled last year due to covid but we're right at about 400 a little more than 400 and our cutoff point is 520. We can't squeeze any more people into the building. So hopefully there'll be our full 520 there. And the full disclosure, the VCOS K-12 
cannot do the things without our membership. That means attending the symposium is a financial benefit to the VCOS that allows us to do all these other things that we do. And as we close out this podcast, I'll talk very shortly about some other hot projects that we, we have going on. I tell you, one of the things I like best, Fred, and of course I've, I feel like I've known you for a long time, is you're excited. Now, you joined the IESC uh, probably about the same year I was learning the alphabet, so that says something <laughs> about uh, – <laughs> it'd be even funnier if it wasn't a joke. Um, it, w- it says something about the, the your, your spirit and the spirit of the VCOS that I can listen to you talk about that conference, and that gets me excited. Um, so that's cool, and that's a that's a big compliment to you, and that's always the same kind of energy I've seen from everybody on your board and everybody ever involved. Um, one of the things that caught our attention when Sheldon and I were talking about who we were going to bring on our next podcast was the fact that you all have a coaching program um, at this particular conference, and we I see a lot of stuff about coaching and mentoring and however you want to package it. We all know it's important in the fire service, but I can't help but think it's really important for volunteer departments, combination departments. And I'm just curious, how did you all decide to kind of make that a point of emphasis this year? And tell us the story about that. Well, people are going to say this is fiction, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, first of all, most people that know me and John Buckman, we've been friends since 1989. And I, and you mentioned the the um, how I joined the the IFC and so on and so forth. I was pure volunteer back then, and I wanted to do something. Don't ask me why. Even before my mother passed away, she said, I don't understand you, Freddie. And so I did things because I wanted to, and the IFC helped me grow through the decades into what I'll call a reasonable success in the fire service. Not the best, not the worst, but there's been some great takeaways that I've had based on the people that I've met within the IFC, and that is really a blessing for all of us. So anyway, uh, John Buckman and I and our wives, we have timeshares in Cancun and Playa del Carmen, so we were sitting there last um, October, I don't remember because COVID delayed it, whatever it was, doesn't matter, and, of course, we're sitting there looking at the ocean and the beach and all that good stuff, and we're talking about, guess what, symposium. And we just get to talking. And it morphed into, my goodness, we're getting so old. How are we going to pass on what we have learned to our to our fellow friends and, and cohorts within the fire service? And, again, it morphed into, why don't we do this? So these are coaching sessions that are going to be specific to an individual. There's no charge. It's included with with the sign-up, uh, with the registration package. You can pick your time, 30 minutes to an hour. We, we want to kind of hold it to an hour. Uh, that's just because of the surge that we feel we're going to get. What is your problem? How can we help? Maybe here are some solutions. So there's nothing magic about it except the one-on-one from experts. And I use that word experts. As everybody knows, we're more than 20 miles from home, so therefore we're experts. So we will have key people (laughs) who have experienced 
who have experienced things within their own organizations, other organizations have helped others, have helped themselves, and we're going to try and share that with others who are interested. Uh, on our updates, our email updates to attendees, we're asking people or explaining it. Um, how, here it is. Here's what we offer. Are you interested? Sign up. And there's really no subject that's off the table. It, it can be anything that's going on today, including the tactics that we do. Um, you know, we don't really focus a lot on tactics at, at the symposium, but it's still there because that's our bread and butter, if you will. Uh, people problems are always a part of our focus. Yes, COVID is there. I mean, that's our recent challenge. But a, but a whole list of various subject matter morphed from that discussion on the beach into what we're attempting to do this year. And I do see it in the future, not only for Symposium in the Sun, but I kind of see this developing into another, I want to use the word consulting, but we're not consultants. We are offering assistance in a in a professional manner, been there, done that, here's what's possible to fix the problem. So I think that's a decent overview of what we're attempting to do at this year's Symposium in the Sun. That's exciting stuff, uh, Fred, and, and I'm, I'm glad you, you, uh, you know, made the, made the statement that, you know, it's a coaching program and not necessarily a consulting program. You gotta watch out for those consultants. But anyway, that, that all being said, um, the fact that you're putting these coaches together and, you, and for your members, how does, how does that work? What does that look like? And what makes this program unique from maybe some other coaching and mentoring programs that are, that are out there? So how, how are you putting it together? And then I have a follow up on, on actual problem solving element. So, once again, Symposium in the Sun has its own lifeblood. And since the beginning, we have never done a call for papers. Number one, we couldn't handle the rush. It's all about the committee and the board knowing good people, presenters out there, and we reach out to them and try to pull them in, into the group and get their knowledge via their presentations into the fold, they become a heck of a resource, and then we draw from them to participate in our presentations as well as what's coming up is the coaching session. So there's, there are certain individuals we're, we're kicking off with this year, and literally there's no magic formula. It's, it's really, I'll use the old term, the good old boy network, but when you got a bunch of good old boys who are really, really good, why not use it? <clears throat> so all along in the selection of, of speakers, we try to bring in new people every year. We do some, some repeats, but the coaching itself is, is a kickoff this year using great people to have one-on-ones. And I, I just, I can't think of any other way to describe it, Sheldon. No, that's, that's good. And and having those professional coaches available for personal feedback and personal growth and development on your journey is going to be super important. But you also broke it down to take it a step further where 
you're going to have a problem-solving component to this where you can listen to a situation or a challenge facing your the organization and get some feedback specifically tailored to meet your needs on that. So what, what was your focus on that desired outcome for that problem-solving element uh, for well, your coaching panel? We've, we've got a couple different directions. As any coaching session goes on when it's a one-on-one or a two-on-one, whatever the case may be, the – there there has to be the problem laid out and then the coach has to understand that problem and then you basically go into a problem solving mode of that identifying strengths weaknesses opportunities and threats you don't have to use that acronym but it's there we've learned it a long time ago and it becomes a part of our dna to follow that little process as people talk face to face things come out and especially in a friendly atmosphere where these are anonymous there you know there's not going to be 20 people sitting there watching the process no it's literally one on one and that gives it strength so people can open up be honest talk about the real problem the coach's job is to guide that discussion into solving the specific problem, utilizing their expertise, and maybe walk away, the the attendee would walk away with at least a mini plan of what to do when they get back home so they can fix the problem. So that's generically a dynamic process, heartily driven by one-on-one conversation. Sounds great. Well, I like all that's going on at Symposium and the Sun. I've been there a few times. I find it very rewarding. And one of the things that has always fascinated me is that no matter what the conference, it's pretty typical that you have some number of people that are always, like, milling out in the hallway. They're on their phones. They're they're goofing around. And you even talked about uh, your change of venue from Orlando because you wanted to make sure your members stayed engaged, that if you attend the conference, you wanted to make sure to add value. And one thing that I've always noticed at Symposium in the Sun is that those classrooms, those general sessions, they stay packed, and people are taking notes. They are engaged. They are hungry. And so I think that's a testament to the work you put in, Fred, and certainly uh, Chief Buckman and everybody else in the VCOS because it's just – as kind of an outsider, I guess, uh, I don't really feel that way, but I guess that's my technical uh, definition. I, I'm always astounded at how engaged the attendees are, so my hat's off to you in that. I, I was hoping that as we, you know, we talked a lot about the symposium, you know, I find that the symposium is just one piece of the VCOS puzzle, that you all are always issuing uh, reports and you're involved in other stuff and you're trying to engage your members. It wasn't that long ago you were here in Rogers, Arkansas, having one of your board meetings. Um, I'm curious, what are some other, you know, takeaways and things that are going on that you might briefly share with us that that are good for our listeners and and your members to know that that you're doing? All right. Um, I want to remind me, I will remind myself, I'm going to write myself a note, uh, and then maybe it will bring it all together. Okay, I've got it written down on my big chief's tablet and my pencil. The um, there's some various things that the VCOS have done over the decades, and the current hot ones is of course 
One of them is the Lavender Ribbon Report, uh, which is about firefighter cancer prevention. That is being, right as we speak, it's being printed and, of course, made electronic. So that report has been in the works for six, seven, eight months, and it's going to add to the original. Here's a whole bunch of things we need to do. This is what we're going to do. So we're kind of trying to close the loop of of how to best um, prevent that dastardly cancer from attacking us. So that's right now on the plate and getting fixing to be launched. The next one is the Yellow Ribbon Report, which is real close to be being finished. It's it's a it's an update with more how to do, uh, more real life examples of of what to do, and that is we think it's going to be ready by symposium in the sun. We think, so we'll see about about that. The LRR and the excuse me with the acronyms, Lavender Ribbon Report and the Yellow Ribbon Report are in conjunction with the NVFC. We've partnered well with them. Uh, part of the of, of the production cost. Uh, is, is sponsored by our Pierce Fund, where they donate to the VCOS for every truck sold uh, to volunteer and combo departments in the country. That's been since 1999, I might add. These projects have to, everything costs money, and we have to get it from somewhere, and this has been hugely successful. Beyond Hoses and Helmets has been redefined, brought up to date, that was through the Volunteer Workforce Solutions grant, and that is, we just did a class last week, I was gone last week, so maybe the week before, um, and that came out with superior ratings. This is another one of those examples, and we started those in the year 1999 or 2000, it was the 21st Leadership in the Fire Service course, then we changed it to Beyond Hose and Helmets to update it, and this is another example of having our internal expertise put right in front of attendees. Huge uh, commitment of, of interfacing with personalities, problems, and solving problems at this course. We also have FROG, which is Fire Research Research Organizational Guidance, and that is, again, it's like a graduate course of the Beyond Hose and Helmets. It goes deeper, breakout sessions, all of these things to do problem solving. Uh, there's we, We've partnered with ISO for the past several years to educate, especially on, on the new ISO rating process, hugely successful thousands of attendees across the country um, we have scholarships we have my goodness go to the website website folks vcos.org there's stuff there that's free take it but I ask you something and that is please join the IFC and the vcos vcos we can't exist without you nor can the IFC we've got to have a larger member base. Whatever that number is, we've got to have it. And I'll give you a great example of, of what we just did recently. Um, 
we we went to Appleton, Wisconsin, a, a working group, uh, to visit with Pierce. We want to market and brand the VCOS for the future. It, uh, it's the why we are here. Pierce brought in their marketing and branding contractors and educated us over a two-day period. We are on the cusp of finalizing an agreement with a company to help us through this process because it's so important for marketing and branding. When we look at pure numbers, there's about 2,300 members of the VCOS, and there's a but associated with this. But within the IAFC, there's approximately 4,000 or more members who click the box and say they're volunteering combination, but they don't click the other box for the 25 bucks a year to join the VCOS, and that that 25 bucks a year goes a long way. So if we can improve our membership numbers by marketing, branding, just demonstrating our our outcomes, our our projects, our our everything we we provide to the fire service we try to provide, um, maybe that will help us in gathering membership for both the IAFC and the VCOS. So that's just a quick overview of the things that we are doing continually. Well, I can listen to you, Fred, and I was a fan before the podcast, but as I've already mentioned, I love your energy. It's no shock to me why you were the Fire Chief Magazine uh, 2000 Fire Chief of the Year. Uh, because uh, it's obvious to me that where a lot of people, their passion and their energy dwindles as their career uh, ages, that has obviously not been the case for you. So my hat off to you for all the hard work you do for the volunteer and combination officers section and what you do for our association in general. You're, uh, you're an outstanding member, and we need people like you who have both uh, gray hair and passion uh, to help continue to guide us. So thanks for being here with us today, brother. Yeah, Tom, Tom I want to end up with one little thing. Um, sure. And, and people wonder, how do you get into this? And I mentioned earlier, in 1989, I wanted to do something. I didn't know what it was. So I think that your fire rescue was in Anaheim, California. And I walked in, they were putting the booth together, and it was two guys putting the volunteer committee booth together. That happened to be Billy Goldfeder and John Buckman. I didn't know these guys. I just walked in and I said, how can I help? How can I be involved? I'm a small volunteer chief from the Houston, Texas area, and I, I just want to do something. And Goldfeder picked up a box and threw it at me. He said, get your butt to work right now. So when you look at that little tidbit of history, you have to reach out. You have to extend yourself, get out of your own little kingdom, and become a part of the bigger picture. Meet more people, learn more stuff, bring it home, and make your organization better. Well, I love it, Fred. Thank you so much for being with us today, Chief. And as Chief Windish mentioned, I would ask our members, especially those that are that represent or work for volunteer and combination departments, to consider joining the VCOS. That it is a it is 
arguably uh, the most active, certainly one of the most active sections um, within the IAFC, always producing good information, uh, good um, good resource sharing, regardless of whether you're a member of the section or not. You can learn more about them at IAFC.org slash BCOS. And also for those members that um, have not decided to attend the Symposium in the Sun, there's still a little bit of time left. The Symposium in the Sun Conference is coming up. It's November 11th through the 14th in Clearwater, Florida. The theme this year, Moving Forward Together, Chief Windish, no doubt it's going to be an overwhelming success. It'll be sold out just like it is every year. Thanks for uh, joining Sheldon and I and visiting with us. And to all of our listeners, hope you stay tuned for the next podcast series coming up in a few weeks.